A teacher is accused of giving the students sleepy time patches. A man is accused of groping a woman but says no, he was pickpocketing her. And the astronauts have found a tomato that was lost in space. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded inside a closet, baby. Yeah. A teacher is accused of giving preschool students sleepy time patches. A teacher at Options for Learning, which is a Head Start school in South El Monte, California, Southern California, not too far from me. This teacher is accused of applying some sleepy time patches. Never heard of these. Apparently, they're mood-calming stickers. Uh, Technically, they're referred to as, quote, zen patches. The teachers are accused of applying them on preschoolers without obtaining parental consent. Well, you're not going to get parental consent, so how can you obtain parental consent when you want to give the kids a little mood-calming chemical stickers? <laughs> no, no parents are signing off on that. <sighs> I've never heard of these, <laughs> these sleepy time patches. That's, I need to investigate myself for research purposes. That's right, just research purposes. <laughs> That's right, children, only for research. Only! research. Don't take a sleepy time patch and then operate heavy machinery, boys and girls. Now, the parents of this El Monte school are quite outraged over the situation. They're demanding child safety and teacher accountability. We have here three-year-old Gian Miramontes and four-year-old Destiny Cano, who were among the children allegedly affected by these sleepy time patches. In interviews, they detailed the placement of the patches. Parents, including Vicky Cano and Maria Contreras, voiced their dismay over the incident. They reported that the stickers were applied to every child in the classroom and then removed just before dismissal. Parents aren't pleased. Well, you know, maybe the teacher's just trying to bring them closer to Zen, you know? These are Zen patches. After all, you can look at them two ways. You can look at them as Zen patches or... uh, uh, knockout stickers. It's just a, you know, it's just a matter of how you look at it. <laughs> the teacher's trying to get them closer to Zen. Here, teaching them the joys of meditation, maybe. <laughs> no, this is sickening, actually. It's sickening. Obviously, the teacher wanted them to go night-night because the teacher's got things to do. She's like, all right, class, we're going to ha- put on your relaxation stickers, guys. Yeah, Mr. Wilson's got to do a FaceTime chat with a woman he met on Bumble. So if you guys could just get in your sleepy positions. Mr. Wilson's got to set his fantasy lineup. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but this is horrible. It's really horrible. You can't trust your kids with teachers, man. I don't know how anybody sends a child to a public school in the U.S. Are you out of your mind that you're surprised that this kind of stuff happens? Don't be surprised, man. It's public school. You don't know where you're sending your kids. It's a, it's a mixed bag you're going to get. There's a quote here from the surprised parent, Vicky Cano. We were surprised and really upset because you bring your kids to school. You expect it to be good, you know. Vicky, do you read the news? Read the news. <laughs> Vicky, do you watch the news? Vicky, Vicky, come on now. It's public school. You expect it to be good? <laughs> Not in the U.S. Lady, come on, get it together. Maria Contreras also added, quote, They were being put on every single child in the classroom, those patches. Yeah, I know, Maria. Look at, Mr. Wilson was trying to 
have a little afternoon delight. That's why. Allegations suggest that the teacher may have used the mood calming patches as a means of controlling the children and to make them sleepy. No way! Wow! What upper level superstar investigator came up with this motive? You think? <laughs> the teacher may have been trying to control the children and make them sleepy. No, 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 no. I no, I, I think we need to hearken back to my previous suggestion that the teacher was truly, truly going for a meditation atmosphere with the kids. Parents raise concerns about behavioral changes and disruptions in their children's sleeping patterns, suggesting possible withdra- withdrawal symptoms. Withdrawal symptoms from the patches? You could, you could become addicted to these things? My goodness, I need to really investigate these patches for... For research purposes, <laughs> only research purposes, guys. I'll record a whole episode. I'll, I'll slap five patches on my chest and record an episode and see how that goes. Who's all for it? Yeah, send me some. Uh, <laughs> send me some patch funds. We have another parent, Cynthia Rodriguez, who's quoting. I don't even know what the teacher was thinking when she did that. Well, Cynthia, you just uh, you don't really understand human nature, do you? Uh, Dr. Daniel Turner Laveras is a physician. Oh, they got a physician involved. This physician emphasized the potential risks associated with applying any substance, even if it contains calming essential oils without proper consent. Oh, these things only have calming essential oils? Oh, I was hoping they had some stronger things. You know, like gin. Uh, the doctor highlighted the lack of formal regulation for such products, emphasizing the possibility of allergic reactions and other adverse effects. Yeah, I mean, when you say other adverse effects, you can imagine where this could go if you're knocking out little kids with a sleepy patch. Let's hope the priests don't get a hold of this thing as well. This is a technology we want to keep out of their hands, of course. Parents demand more than just the termination of the accused teacher. What do they want? Stephanie expressed dissatisfaction, stating, Firing her is not good enough at all. I want justice. She should be in jail. Jail. These concerned parents, which there are many, suspect the involvement of other teachers as well in the Sleepy Patch scandal of 2023. They have withdrawn their children from classes despite the school's assurance it was just an isolated incident involving only one teacher. There were not other teachers involved. I bet your teachers are sharing their sleepy time tactics with each other. What do you use? Oh, yeah, I got the sleepy patches. That's what I put on them to make them go away. And what, are you, what are you using? Well, I'm passing out shots of tequila. That seems to work. <laughs> Although one kid really has a tolerance. I don't know what's up with this guy. <laughs> I'm blowing a marijuana smoke through the, through the vents, through the ventilation system. That's how I'm making my kids pass out. <laughs> this is, these are public schools, guys. This is public schools. This is what you get. Check on the principal. No doubt uh, the, the principal has a sex dungeon somewhere in the, <laughs> on the property. And the school nurse is probably addicted to fentanyl. Uh, this is public school for you. Good luck with the kids, guys. Good luck with that. A man is accused of groping a woman. He claims, no, he was robbing her. <laughs> the story's out of Bengaluru. Sounds like a fun place to get groped. A techie claims she was groped by a man on the Nama metro train. This is all taking place in India, by the way. Let's, uh, let's get contextual. This techie claims she was alighting at the metro on Thursday. Alighting. I believe that means uh, uh, riding the metro. Uh, who uses this word alighting? Anyways, she immediately raised an alarm and the security managed to nab the accused. This took place 
a few days ago, a 22-year-old techie took the metro from Rajanagar station to reach her office while she was stepping out of the metro to switch lines at the Nada Prababu Kembegawgao Kembegawda metro station she was going you guys know the line she's going from you know you've been there you've been you know how it goes from nada probably to kemba and they're very busy trains a lot of a lot of dudes on there trying to touch people this man touched her inappropriately from the behind she got down and screamed she stopped dropped and screamed that's how you deal with a groping the accused man Hopped onto an escalator to run away from the spot, but the alert security managed to apprehend him. Way to go, security team. They subsequently handed him over to the police. Investigations indicated that the man had a history of offenses primarily involving theft. The accused has been identified as 30-year-old Lokesh, who works in the catering industry. He had been previously arrested by officers from the same police station for a theft-related incident recently. The man claimed... He did not intend to touch the woman in a sexual manner, but accidentally touched her buttocks while he was attempting to pickpocket her. That's right. Better be a thief than a sex offender. You know what I mean? Now, you have to appreciate the honesty here. Your Honor, I was not trying to touch her butt. Trying to steal her phone in her butt pocket. I am, I am not about the booty. I am all about the Benjamins. Says here, during the interrogation, the police found that Lokesh was booked for stealing a mobile phone of a woman in the BMTC bus in April this year and was out on bail. During a search, the police found 20 believed to be stolen mobile phones at his residence. Well, I think this is a case closed there, Sergeant. Clearly, this man is uh, not a sexual deviant. He's a pickpocket extraordinaire. We found multiple cell phones at his place of residence. Yeah, you're gonna. And if you if you're pickpocketing someone, eventually you're gonna touch them in a private part because you, our pockets are sort of near our private parts, are they not? Unless you're gonna just go straight up cargo pant leg pickpocketing. You know, I'm I'm sure there's some people that just they only do the the pant leg pickpocket in the cargo pants situation or maybe you just go strict fanny pack but then you know the fanny pack is close to the fanny i know i know those of you in certain countries are really laughing right now because fanny is slang for a different thing but where i'm from it means a bum it's a bum bag guys it's a it's a bum bag it's not a derogatory term but you know when you get your hands involved with the stranger's pockets you know this sort of thing is going to happen you're going to get gropings even when they're unnecessary did they give her, her? Did she get her phone back? That's what I want to know. She's gonna need therapy, though. I think. Poor lady. Yay! Astronauts have found the tomato that was lost in space eight months ago. Great! They can now have space caprese. The remains of a tiny tomato lost by a NASA astronaut named Frank Rubio after an off-Earth harvest in March finally showed up on the International Space Station nearly eight months. Later, we have a, a quote from astronaut Jasmine Mogbelli. Our good friend Frank Rubio, who headed home already, has been blamed for quite a while for eating that tomato, but we can now exonerate him because we found the tomato, finally. Wow, they're really bored up there on the International Space Station, aren't they? <laughs> What's going on up there? Playing a lot of checkers and looking for lost tomatoes. The minor incident turned into a large inside joke for Frank Rubio in the fall. Um, 
The one-inch-wide red robin dwarf tomato was part of the final harvest for what's called the Veg 05 experiment that Frank Rubio himself had intended, had tended through some growing pains. So this guy was growing tomatoes up there. Pretty sweet. Uh, the ISS astronaut received samples of the tomatoes thereafter, but Rubio's share, stored in a Ziploc bag, floated away before he could take a bite. And uh, thankfully, they found the tomato, but no word on whether or not they found the bacon and lettuce. Because, I mean, listen, how are you going to make a BLT up there without the bacon and the lettuce? Where's the bacon and the lettuce, Rubio? Now, shortly after losing the tomato, that Frank guy did an interview where he said, you know, I spent many hours looking for this damn thing. Can't find it. I'm sure this desiccated tomato will show up at some point and vindicate me maybe years in the future. Well, Frank, it finally showed itself. The astronauts did not reveal where the tomato was found or what its condition was, but Rubio had earlier predicted it would be in a state of advanced decay due to the humidity aboard the space station. Well, this is quite strange that they're not revealing where the tomato was found or what condition it was in. Why the secrecy? Leads me to believe there's something fishy going on here. Perhaps the tomato has taken over the International Space Station. The attack of the killer tomato is now controlling the brains of the humans. We cannot tell you where the tomato was found, for we've been told that we cannot reveal the alien tomato's lair. Attack of the killer tomatoes! They'll beat you, bash you, squish you, mash you, chew you up for brunch, and finish you off for dinner or lunch. Yay! Well, you just heard another episode of Weird AF News. And the greatest thing about Weird AF News is it's 100% free. It's also low in calories. Ain't that right, my friends? Hi, Attack of the Killer Podcast. Oh, I just came up with an idea for a movie. What about a killer podcast, right? When you listen to it, it like infects your ears and turns you into a zombie. Anyone who hears the podcast turns into a zombie. What do you guys think of that? I think it's a great idea for a film. Anyone want to run away with that idea? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Just give me credit somewhere. Just cast me in that in the film. Just, I'll, just, I'll take an under five. That means under five lines. I could, I'll be one of the people that turns into a zombie. That'd be awesome. Put the zombie makeup on me. Uh, running around. Yeah, brains, brains. They don't say brains anymore. But the early zombie movies, they used to say brains. They used to go for the brains. And now they, I don't know what they're after now. They just, um, they, they just get rid of the brains part. They don't even let them talk anymore. The zombies don't speak. They used to speak. Um, anyways, is anyone listening to this? Hello? <laughs> This is the outro where it doesn't make any sense. Remember that part of the podcast? (laughs) I don't have any reviews or emails to read. There's nothing going on here. Uh, You guys want to call the show? That's pretty cool. 646-450-2012. Feel free to email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you want to keep me caffeinated, there's a way to do that, too. Just go to weirdafnews.com and uh, buy Jonesy a coffee or join the Patreon. That's pretty helpful. You can also download the Patreon app on your phone. Do a search for Weird AF News. Join the Patreon! I've been putting some uh, very weird content into the Patreon, including this anime that I recently watched that I just was crazy about. Very weird and dark. Oh, I loved it. That's the kind of stuff I put in there. Weird stuff that I'm... uh, 
that I'm enjoying in my life, I'm sharing it because maybe if, if I like the weird stuff, like this stuff that maybe I figure my patrons would like it as well. So that's what, that's what's going on in there. If you'd like some of that, then consider joining the Patreon. And, um, if not, it's totally cool. You don't have to do a damn thing to support the show except for listen. And you don't even have to do that. If you don't want to, you could take a day off. I'm not going to, I'm not going to take it personally. Um, by the way, if you could, um, if you could just say good things about me, that'd be pretty sweet. That's all. Just say good things about me when I'm dead and gone. Just, just guys, tell tell everybody my tale. Tell 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 everybody what Jonesy tried to do in his little apartment in Los Angeles. Spread the word of the legend. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks for putting up with me. Later. <laughs>